Hello everybody, welcome to the Williams Project podcast. Today I'm going to be discussing what is Williams Corporation doing in Cebu. So as we've sort of discussed on our social media and in earlier episodes, Williams Corporation is opening a support office in Cebu in the Philippines. Now, I am the very lucky person that got to fly over here and make it happen. So I'm just going to tell you a wee story of what I've done so far, what I have to do, and hopefully to give you some lessons. <laughs> not, not that I'm really an expert in this, but just, yeah, I'll see if this episode can provide value to you, the listener. So I went in, I flew from our Brisbane office where we are about to deliver some houses, uh, start some projects, over to our Singapore office where we have a sales office we've run for three, two or three years now. And then I flew in a flight over to Cebu in the Philippines. So I arrived here. We actually have five Filipino staff that have worked for us from, from their homes for the past up to four, three or four years. So we have customer assistants and drafts people. Now, I got a beautiful message from one of our draftsmen who's going to run our office, Christian. And he said it was something along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing it, but I have worked in the room of my house alone for seven years. It has been very, very hard on my mental health and I can't wait to come to the office every day. And I'm a firm believer in that. I'm a firm believer that a healthy human being wakes up, has your shower, grooms yourself, puts your clothes on, drives to your office or walks to your office or bikes to your office, listens to an audio book on the way there, listens to some good music, gets pumped, arrive in your office, have your morning tea or coffee, sit at your desk and get things done. And then when you're finished in the office for the day, you go home. I believe that that is how people effectively work in the modern age. But that's a whole nother podcast. So we've arrived here and I got to meet our staff. So I got to meet Anne who runs our client assistants. Our client assistants are our support staff that help our customers deal with their incoming inquiries and assign them to the sales team. I got to meet Christian who is the head of our design staff. And it was fantastic, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful human beings. And I'm staying at a place called the Waterfront Hotel and Casino, which is nowhere near the water um, (laughs) at all. So, but anyway, look, it's a nice enough hotel. Now, the walls are green, obviously, beautiful colour, that sort of lime wash green. Um, There's a casino there, so in the evenings I can find things to keep myself busy. Um, But that is not the point. So then we had a... So the first step was we needed to select our office. We One thing I've always found at Williams Corporation, we always grow far more than we ever expected. So our current requirement would be about 25 to 30 workstations. Um, and so what you do is roughly double it, right? So we need 30 stations, let's just get a space for 60. So what we found is in New Zealand, you roughly, the rough rule of thumb for an office space is for every 10 square metres is one staff member. Uh, So a 100 square metre office can fit 10 people. In the Philippines, 
um, they work in a tighter environment. Um, that's partially because I guess it's a poorer country, partially because they are also smaller people. Um, and so in Philippines, the rule of thumb is that they it's one one person for every five square meters. So what we agreed is we wanted our Filipino team to be comfortable, happy. Um, so we decided that we were going to have one employee for every 7.5 square meters. Um, so we needed an office that was about 500 squares, roughly. And we wanted A grade. So that for people that haven't leased office space, a few things to talk about is you have A, B, C grade, and then you have like A plus, B plus, etc. A is your top grade office. And normally at Williams Corporation, what we do is when we start in a city, we buy B or we rent B grade office. And then once the office becomes profitable and the team are making money for the group, we then put them in A-grade office space just so they can come to work and have a beautiful um, view and feel proud when they walk in the room. Since it's harder for us to come backwards and forwards, we just went straight for A-grade um, and didn't go through that sort of two-year process of starting them in B-grade and going to A-grade. And also because we've had a lot of success at Williams Corporation, we can now invest that money up front um, and not be so frugal in the beginning. But in the, if I'd set this up, office up four years ago, I would have started the team in B-grade office, then gone to A-grade. So we had a Collier's agent, credit where credit's due, this lady was lovely. And so we said we want between 400 to 600 square metres of office space, preferably already tenanted, and we want to be able to move in almost immediately and I want to look at three to five options. So we got in this van, uh, we had our team, so we had Ben Cloak, who's one of our sales managers, he just came to support me, make sure I don't get kidnapped. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. Um, so Ben Cloak came, me, Anne, who runs our customer support team, and Christian, who runs our architectural office. So we got in the van, we went around with this colleague's agent, looked at all the offices, uh, and it was really, really fun. We are in final negotiations on 500 squares in Cebu Business Centre. It is the same building that has Amazon and HSBC. It's a great space, A-grade space, beautiful views, beautiful office space, and it can hold up to 75 staff, so completely future-proofed for us. Very, very happy. Um, what have we learnt along the way? Well, Talking in New Zealand dollars, in Christchurch, we have what I believe is the best office space in all of Christchurch. So I call it A+. Um, and we're paying, I think, $6.50. Don't quote me on these numbers. If Blair was here, Blair's like, bomb, 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 bomb. But we have A grades, like A plus grade space in Christchurch. And that's about $6.50 a metre, $600 to $6.50. In Wellington, we have A plus grade office, it's beautiful, and that's a thousand a metre. In Auckland, we have A grade office, looking over the water, lovely balcony. All of our New Zealand offices are lovely, and that's a thousand a metre. I can't actually remember how much our Tauranga office was. I think it was quite cheap, I think it was like 500 a metre, but it, that's definitely B grade office, like no view, um, no balcony, etc. Um, and Nelson's like B-grade office as well. And I think it's around that similar rates, around that 500 a metre. 
So that sort of gives you some benchmarks in New Zealand prices for meter rates. In Australia, our offices are, are about the same, but in Australian dollars. So they all range from 600 a meter in Brisbane up to, I think, 1,000 a meter in Sydney. So it's all, if you want to go A grade, A plus office space in Sydney, it's, it's around that 2,000 square meter. And when I say a square meter, that is per square meter of space per year. So an example would be if you're renting a 100 square meter office, that's $1,000 a square meter. That's um, 100,000 per year of rent. This, there'll be some commercial agents there rolling their eyes because I could have explained all of that better. But that's sort of generally pursuant. So our office that we have selected for A plus or A grade office space in Cebu is about 300 a metre. So it's half of Christchurch and a quarter of Auckland. We could have gone to some really cheap space, but I want our team to, to be really comfortable and happy at work. I, I, I believe that... I believe that providing a really good quality office space is part of what makes Williams Corporation so successful. You need that feeling. There's a feeling you get when you walk into a, an office that's set up properly and it's got a hum of people and like it smells right and the, the energy feels right and the pictures of the wall are right and people are moving fast but not fast like they're trying to solve a problem fast like because they want to get their job done. And that harm of an office just breeds productivity. And I believe the foundation of that hum is good quality natural light, good quality um, acoustics, good coffee machine. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for a coffee. I, I, and this is advice I have that I need to sort. I drink too much coffee. Um, I get myself right to the point where I'm about to have an anxious breakdown. Uh, <laughs> I love smacking like three, four coffees in the morning before I start. I just, oh, the taste, the bitterness, love it. I just drink it black. But I think that that is part of, of who we are and why we win. So anyway, we have two different negotiations going on at the moment. We have the negotiation with the landlord. So that looks like it's all about to be signed off now. We're just um, tech, working on a bit of technicality with the lease. Well, actually, there's two stages. So for those that haven't done an office lease before, you normally have two stages of the negotiation. So you have your term sheet, and, and your term sheet is essentially one or two pages just outlining what the agreement is. What is the space you're getting? How much are you going to pay? What is the landlord going to do? How long are you going to be in the space? What's the space going to be like when you leave? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you have your actual lease agreement, like who cleans the building, who pays if there's a fire. Anything you could possibly think of is done in your lease agreement. So normally the negotiation time on a term sheet normally goes about four days. Sometimes they can go on for ages, but normally like, we submit an offer. No, we, we say we like a space, please provide a term sheet. The landlord, and there's normally an agent in the middle, landlord provides a term sheet. We go through and say we're not happy with that clause, we're not happy with that price, blah, blah. We go back, they say, oh, we'll accept this point, but we won't accept that, send it back. And that goes back and forth two or three times. Um, you don't want to be going back more than that. And then you sign the term sheet, and then 
you then go to the um, legal agreement, which they can be 100 pages long. And that normally goes backwards and forwards for a couple of weeks with just your lawyers making sure that um, both people are happy and comfortable with the clauses. So we're going to get a term sheet signed today. We're going to have a lease agreement signed over the next couple of weeks. I would like by the end of today to set a start date. Once we've set a start date, we're then going to start running ads for our employees. We're going to start with 10 drafts people and we need another one or two client assistants. Once those, I'm a big believer in prioritize and execute, right? So Anne can nail getting another client assistant. We've been doing that for years. That's just a small job. Move the client assistants into the new office so they're happy. Um, Christian, Ledger, we've got a couple of other architects, get another eight in there trained. And then once we've got those two departments sorted, then we'll go through and say, right, let's set up our QS department um, and get four QSs. Let's set up um, a call centre um, to book meetings for our sales team. We'll get, And we'll just go through step by step and, and fill that office with the support staff required to run the Williams Corporation Empire. What this office is going to do is because the time zone is six hours behind New Zealand, it means that essentially in New Zealand time, our project managers start work at about 6.30 and the Filipino office finishes about 10 o'clock New Zealand time. So it means we're working all those extra hours. And, and my dream is as Williams Corporation becomes larger, so at the moment we're developing um, and doing our work in New Zealand, we're starting to develop and do our work in Australia. We've got our Singapore sales office, so we're selling in Singapore. We have our Filipino office where we are designing and doing all the engine work, um, room work in the Philippines. Um, but I want to have, I want to have like all around the world. I want to have Williams Corporation working 24 seven um, by utilizing different countries and different time zones so we can really win and we're a company that is strong and can weather all storms. Um, I'm just trying to think how this adds value. I hope me telling stories like this helps you. I hope, um, I don't know how. Oh, actually, no, no, I'll, I'll go off on a wee tangent. Um, if you want, if you're a smaller business and don't have the resource to do what we're doing, um, but want your business working um, longer hours or you want more support, there is a website called Upwork. And that is where I found all of our staff in the Philippines. And so you can choose staff anywhere in the world. It has their bio. Um, you can post a job and people apply. You can communicate with them, set them the job. And the Upwork website, you just put your credit card in there and it pays them through your credit card. It handles all the tax. Well, it doesn't handle the tax. Uh, it handles, I don't know, but it sorts all that stuff. Um, it takes a, when they, they, it has its own timesheet system. So they have to log in and do the work through Upwork. And it takes a screenshot of their screen like every 15 minutes or something. So you know that they're doing the work and not getting distracted. So if you need more support in your business, whether it be client support, anything you could possibly think of, we actually first used the website when Blair and I wrote our first book. We wrote a children's book, um, The Youngest Builders, and we used an Upwork lady in uh, Eastern Europe 
to do all of the drawing for the book. So Blair and I wrote the book and then she laid it out and did all the um, the pictures. And she did a fantastic job. And it was 10, 15, 20% of what you would pay a Westerner to do it. But it's also the time, you know what I mean? So you have your team in whatever country you're in doing your work, but then you also have a next team in the next time zone so when your team stops working, they start working and you hand it off. That is just fantastic. Because what I've found, we have such a limited time on this world. And I want to make sure that I can achieve as much as possible in my time. So yeah, I think I'll, what I'll do is as we move into the next chapter, because this is obviously early days, I'll keep you updated on this and I'll... I'll see if there's some lessons that I can provide. But for, for a small business that needs some horsepower, I would definitely recommend using some, some staff from other places in the world. And it also, it expands your horizons because you learn new cultures and you learn new ways of thinking and new ways of doing things. It's, it's been something that I've really enjoyed in my life and I think it's given me a lot of self-development and made me a a more rounded, better person by going through this. So that is the episode for today. You know, you guys know the deal. If I provided value to you, please share this with like one like-minded friend. If I didn't, obviously don't. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. Have a great day.